This week's episode of Here's on Get is brought to you in part by word of mouth marketing. Word of mar- mouth marketing. I can't. Letter Kenny, Reacher, this podcast, all of it spread through people saying, hey, this is good. I like this. Maybe you maybe you like it. And then you watched it and you're like, man, are you listening to it? How good is this stuff? The creep off. Who are these podcasts? The dick show. Nobody. Word of mouth marketing. It's free for you, the customers, or for the you, the creators, to get it. And customers who want to do it want to do it because they like what you're doing. So why wouldn't you go for more word of mouth marketing by not making just dog shit movies and television shows like this new Lord of the Kangs? Nobody wants to fucking watch Lord of the Kangs. We was Kangs. You was now. You would jack shit. Shut the fuck up. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly intimidated podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker. With me today, as always, the T-1000 to my John Connor. (laughs) It's Tab Burt. Welcome back, everybody. That's right. I make my arms and legs into blades. (laughs) But not, no, not like... Cutting weapons, they turn into little Wesley snipes that may, that say weird sayings. It's, it's it's a bizarre trick. I'll have to do it at the next meetup. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Episode two seventy three. We're here. We are not queer, and uh, we're ready for a good time. Yeah. Boy, what a week it has been. Mm-hmm. Been been busy with work. That sucks. There's been a lot going on in the world. This this been really interesting. Yeah. People, I've gotten a bunch of people into watching Reacher with my yes. uh, award winning reviews. <laughs> uh, you you're watching it. I am. I'm almost done. Tuckins watching it. Yeah. Um, I got some people at work watching it, and uh, and the it seems to be a consensus of it's hard to turn off. Yeah. Each episode just like bam. It right fucking into the next goes. One. That's that's part of it is is that they really uh, they do a good job in like not leaving you with a cliffhanger per se. Yes, there's not really any cliffhangers. I think except for the second to last episode. In the last episode has a which n- which is kind of makes sense. Which makes perfect sense. Yeah. But yeah, everything you're kind of dealing with in this movie in this episode just ties itself up nicely there yeah. which i that was one of my biggest complaints about breaking bad as a tv series mm-hmm. was that it was always terrible cliffhanger wrapped up in the first seven minutes of the next episode yes. and then you start a new story and it's like just take the seven minutes put it on this episode and know that i'm gonna come back next week yeah because i already like breaking bad yeah uh that was a weird formula in the early two everyone was doing everyone that was, shit. it was uh, lose the lost lo- lost, lost yeah, yeah 24 yeah Breaking Bad, Dexter, they were all doing that shit. It was, it's a real embarrassing time. It's yeah. it's funny how those tropes come and go too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Star Trek did it in Enterprise season three where there was like one oh, long one continuous long arc and it was yeah. just like one punch after another. But uh, that that show's been really good. A lot of people are are liking it. So I mean, it got, it got renewed pretty fast. Yep. It's what's amazing to me with Reacher is that so like in the 90s, there used to be when you tune to a channel, 
it was like the channel had a certain kind of consistent tone. Like yes. these are the types of shows that NBC does. These are the types of shows yeah. that CBS does. Like CBS was very into procedurals and courtroom. Still are kind and of. Then they still yeah. are. They're the ones that have really held this core. My dad and I were talking about this. Uh, I don't know if it was been months or years, but about how CBS shows are all suck because they're all just the same CBS show. Yeah, which which is a spinoff of the of a show before it. Yeah, Jag NCIS, and then NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS New Orleans, NCIS whatever Greenboro, and I don't know. And so every you know NBC had this must see TV and like a focus on more light light things, and yep. their even their dramas were a little more lighthearted. And then ABC was like the they do family drama stuff, yes, and mixed with a little bit of a bit of the they were really uh, like like we can't be HBO. Mm-hmm. But we're going to try and do like that prime time, big budget drama stuff. Drama yeah. Lost yeah. the nine. Yeah. And there, but you could like tell just by looking at series. And part of that was probably they had these uh, producers or directors of the studio who have been there for decades. Yeah, and they, yeah. they pick the shows that they want. Sure. And they're like, the, our customers like to watch this. You can tell, so they, like, you can tell like a Fox comedy versus another show. An NBC yeah. comedy. Yeah. And now with the advent of streaming, that like doesn't exist in that I can tell a Netflix original because it sucks dick. Yeah. But you can't, you can't like look at a bunch of Netflix original shows and figure out what they have in common. There's no. not like a common thread. And Amazon has that too. It's amazing to me because we have two series right now that, that are like the focus of talk. Reacher, you have a lot of people who like the books, like this interpretation of the books, are talking about it, getting people to watch it. You have people who had no idea about it, but just yeah. watched it and like it. My dad's loving it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really seeing any negative talk he, about it. He liked the Tom Cruise ones. Yeah. Um, and then you have this Lord of the Rings show that's coming out that's not yet out. And it's the subject of a huge amount of controversy. Yeah. And that's it. Reacher didn't really have any buzz coming into it. No. Like, I knew that it was coming. I was excited to watch it. It was coming out on the day that I got my cat, who is named for the character, <laughs> and also my grandfather, yeah. Jack Reacher, Jack my grandfather um the so that was the i had like just the littlest amount of interest but there wasn't like blog posts like the uh big guy who's playing reacher is a big guy and not a man like yeah. tom cruise yeah. i am excited about this whereas this lord of the rings show is a huge hot bit of controversy uh -huh. looks like hot garbage and I'm like there. I cannot believe this is being made by the same studio. Well, not the same studio. Well, by the same, it's the same distributor. Distributor, yeah. yeah it's like Disney. You say what you will, and about how sure. they've kind of homogenized everything into this just. But there's a bland, level of mediocre. quality. There's a level of quality, and again, you can go look at a movie. You, Marvel movies look like Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, Disney animated movies look like Disney animated movies. The those types of things are there. Amazon. There's nothing that to me says this is an Amazon series. This is no. a Netflix series. And so when I see two series, basically the same thing. We're interpreting, uh, reinterpreting a book into a a long form serialized TV show. Yeah. And one of them is like 
being praised as the, as the best show of the year, and the other one is like, "This is gonna fucking suck." <laughs> From a and I say the Lord of the Rings fan base is way bigger than the Jack Reacher oh, fan base, uh, amazingly bigger by a hundredfold. Yeah, and like you are not earning yourself any favors no. uh, by by doing what you're doing. Yeah, and I, so I, it's weird. It's weird because in the past. I would have expected to see, you know, okay, Amazon's doing Reacher. They do book interpretations really well. Netflix is doing uh, Lord of the Rings, and Netflix sucks at everything they do, so it's going <laughs> to fucking suck. But and I want, I think part of that is that it's no more TV isn't like, let's do one episode, let's do a pilot and see how it sells, and then no. take it to our network. No, 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 no. You got to They're gotta doing go whole in. series and then just selling them to distributors. Yes. Yeah. and. So they go, all right, what is this going to cost me? 20 million? Ah, whatever. Here's 20 million. We got it. We're Netflix. We don't give a shit. We're HBO Max. We don't give a shit. Yeah, the actual, it used to be production costs were the main factor. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, what was the show? Swamp Thing. There was a, They did a Swamp Thing reboot a couple yes. years ago. And it didn't get a season two only because in between them wrapping up season one and then having it come out, they were spending that they were spending entirely too much money to keep the set, keeping the set in storage. <laughs> and because they, because they had, because they, because they, I mean, they built a swamp. On they they fucking built a yeah. swamp and shot season one of it, and then like it didn't come out the next week, so they had to keep it around and like you know interest. They hadn't gauged the interest hadn't been gauged yet, so they couldn't shoot season two yet. Yeah. Um, there was something else that was like that. Uh, oh, uh, why the last man? Uh, one of my favorite comics was, uh, had been in, I mean, it was just, it had been in production hell for the last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and it finally got, got picked up on Hulu. And this was, I mean, for years it was like, ABC is doing the pilot and they're, Oh, HBO is doing the pilot or this place. Finally, they actually shot like season one on for Hulu and it got put out. And I think after the third episode, they were like, yeah, we canceled the show. <laughs> yeah. Because, because of, cause like shooting during pandemic and yeah, all this other shit. Scamdemic. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird, um, but once again, recommending. I watched it a second time, so that that should tell you. I watched <laughs> Within it like a, a week. Yeah. I watched it a second time, and once again, I watched it all in one sitting. So that should tell you that this is a, a series worth watching if you have not yet. It's watched a good. It. It's it's a great series to watch all in one sitting. It, it is. I mean, it's eight. It's what eight episodes. It's like seven and a half hours. You're sitting there. But probably close to six. But if you're if you're watching TV on a Saturday and you're just gonna like sit in your underpants and jerk yep. off, just watch Reacher. And and you wait till episode like four to jerk off. Yeah, nah, I think you jerk off in episode two. <laughs> Is it two? Yeah, huh. that's the one I was jerking off during that one in like episode six. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, good, more of this stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, what have you been up to this week, Tim? Uh, same really, uh, working, uh, watching Reacher, uh, I got into a new game called Lost Ark. 
Yeah, uh, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of buzz about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's a Korean game that launched a couple years ago that just got a U.S. release. U.S. worldwide translation. World, worldwide translation and release. Uh, it's it's like a Diablo style game mixed with an MMO. Uh, and I'm not too big on MMOs aside from Destiny 2, but I figured like the I love Diablo style games and I've been playing a bunch of them recently because I took a break from Destiny and Destiny is just Diablo as a first person shooter and MMO. Okay. Uh so I've been playing a lot of Grim Dawn which came out a couple years ago uh and it's it's not an MMO. It's you can play co-op if you want, but it uh, has set the standard for me for these kinds of games in in terms of progression. Because I started playing Lost Ark and I picked my class and immediately gave me uh, so your basic attack, which which has combos uh, and like an active reload timing system, mm-hmm. at least for my character. Uh, so it's like, is it like Gears of War where if you if you perfect reloaded, you got extra? Yeah. Damage? So like you you hold down the button and I, I picked a Soul Fist, which is a a, a monk. Basically, mm. I'm a Dragon Ball Z character. I just shoot energy from my hands. So it's a boom, boom, boom. And then like a charge up to like a three or four or five blast. And there's a circle that appears on your character. Uh, and if you time it right, that thing turns blue and you do extra damage, right? Yeah. So that's your main attack. Plus, uh, this game drops you like ass front into your skills. It gives you like six, ex- six other skills. Uh, moves basically, and a, and a super. All the top of the game. All of the top of the game. Man, that's so much better than you like grinding that shit out for thirteen hours. Yeah, which, but I, the way Grim Dawn does it is not not nearly as fast, but it's so much more um, satisfying because they let you they let you because Grim Dawn has a uh, dual class system which isn't tied to weaponry. Mm-hmm. So you can pick what class you want, but you can use whatever weapon you want. Uh, so they let you like try out a bunch of the weapons at first, and then you get to pick a class, uh, and that gives you like a base. Um, you get your your weapon and your base uh, class attack. It's just it's really good on because um, I've tried other ones like Path of Exile. Path of Exile gives you like a fifteen item inventory and then a shitload of loot everywhere. So you, so instead of like doing what everyone does, which is I just you pick up everything as you're playing, you know, like a you're going through a dungeon, you just pick up everything and you go back to the vendor and you sort through it all. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, you gotta sort through it when it drops. Uh, so like that game has uh loot lists as like fi- like um what's a Excel files that you plug into the game that you can customize to be like only show this, this, and this, like very specific types of loot. Uh, instead of just giving you more inventory space. Yeah. Uh, but I'm ha- I'm having fun with it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing special, but uh, a lot of people are playing it. Yes. I, I probably wouldn't like it. No, you probably wouldn't. Yeah. I did. I was, I was digging through my uh, computer the other day looking for something and I stumbled upon uh, my screenshots from Spider-Man PS4. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, 
almost want to play that again. I want to see uh, how uh, Trucking and Tucking. I kind of want to see how he likes it. Yeah, yeah, because he he got a PS5 and finally got Spider Man. And yeah, he was like, he was like, ah, no, I don't want to go buy it. And and but he got he got for free with his PS5 the yeah, yeah. Black Spider Man special edition that comes with digital Spider Man. Yeah, and so we're like, ah, oh, just download it and play it. So I'm curious if he followed through and kept playing or not. But anyway, well. Let's get into some issues, Tim. Here's what I don't get. The mask off. Masks are coming off. All these uh, things are being rescinded left and right now. Yeah, I saw it was a video from the Super Bowl. Did you see that? Yeah, all these people not wearing masks. Not a single person. Yeah, Cra- crazy in, in uh, center, center of LA, center of, of China virus hell. Yeah. They're like, yeah, no, we don't need, and it, and it was has the big covered top, so it's like ostensibly an indoor uh-huh. arena. Uh, yeah, we're, no need to wear masks. With Six million people here, or however many fucking people showed up at the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I, I, that's that's a fascinating part of it, but also a fascinating part of it is that not just the rescinding of orders suddenly now that they're coming up to a midterm. It's the other mask off moment, which is happening north of the border in mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah. Um, for those of you who aren't paying attention, which I, I don't think the people listening to this show are just, are like oblivious to what's going on in the world like I other, other like shows. Yeah. But in Canada, the truckers were being forced to either have a quarantine period to cross the U.S. border or be forcibly, forcibly jabbed yeah. with a <laughs> poison that will kill you. And in, so they got their trucks, they blocked off the Capitol, and they sent the Prime Minister of Canada fleeing into the hills. Yeah. I think yeah. he fleed into America. Uh, huh. <clears throat> but the, the amazing thing about that is that it suddenly shifted from all these folks that when Black Lives Matter was burning down cities and killing people... They were like, protests are supposed to be disruptive. Yep. It's if you're uncomfortable, then maybe you need to think about what you're doing. <laughs> right. And now that the truckers are doing it and just they were honking their horns. Honking their horns. All day, yes. all night. And there's all these posts. They're like, I can't sleep. I can't I can't take it anymore. I'm more honking. <laughs> just send the police out there and round them up and take them to the camps. And I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> we went from zero to literal Nazis in like 2.4 seconds. Yeah, I saw a post that was like, we can't we can't go to Burger King, and my girlfriend really wanted Burger King, so she made she made us chicken nuggets, but the, the honking was so loud, I couldn't take it. I just slapped a plate of chicken nuggets out of her hand, and now we're fighting. It's like a bunch of, I don't know how many of them are real and how yeah. many of them are fake, but they're all 100% hilarious. Yes. And it's amazing, like, the, the people... Uh, the like self-proclaimed communists who are who you know workers should control the means of production uh-huh. and workers of the world need to unite and you know fight for stronger wages and here are working class blue blue collar jobs yes truckers are that's a blue collar job oh, yeah. uh, uniting to push for 
a Democrat a doing getting a democratic process together to protect their workers' rights. Yeah. And here are all these people that are like who last week were saying Workers World United are just like, no, you your people are fascist. <laughs> They're fascist because they want to be left the fuck alone. Yes. That's fascism now. Fascism is not wanting the government to come take you out of your home uh-huh. in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, I saw one person saying that these people weren't <laughs> They're like, these aren't workers. These people own these rigs and they cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, yeah, do you not know what Uh, financing is? (laughs) And also that kind of makes them a small business owner. (laughs) It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing how like the mask has been kind of like really flopped over like Hillary Clinton at the (laughs) 9-11 memorial yeah. during the 2016 election just like a uh, full lizard person just flop her ass right into the back seat of this van it's been like that for the last couple of years with all of the china virus bullshit and all the mandates and all the just no i don't want you to i don't want you to have freedom you don't deserve it because you haven't earned it by doing the things i want you to do like that's the opposite of freedom you fucking retard they're like they're saying that freedom's an offensive word they're saying that freedom is a word being weaponized by the alt-right Freedom. Yeah. That word is being misconstrued by what are you fucking talking about? What kind of hellscape is this where you are trying to demonize the word freedom? A word that means the opposite of what you're trying to make it seem like it means. <laughs> yeah, all these truckers, they just want freedom. So if you're if you're against that, then that means you want like slavery and bondage and destitution. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I didn't say that, but you did not say that either. <laughs> Like, what are you even fucking talking about? Uh, yeah, there's, they, we, we can't be just be throwing around the word freedom. Like, what the what the fuck? <laughs> the F word. The F, whoa, whoa, the whoa, F, F word. word. Yeah. Uh, my country tis of the sweet land of censored. <laughs> not allowed that word either. No L words, no F words. Uh, we're not allowing the E word. It's... I, I cannot believe that it's just full off. We want you rounded up. Why aren't the cops just killing these people in the streets? Yep. Um, and like, once again, the fascists among us are just, they cannot get enough of lo- just, if we just squeeze tighter and tighter and tighter, maybe this time we'll control. It's like trying to squeeze a balloon. If you grab a balloon and you just start squeezing it, Tim. What happens? It spreads out. It bulges out yeah. the holes in your fingers. And you're like, oh, well, if I just squeeze harder, I can just get this balloon. No, the balloon is the balloon. You just need to let the balloon be a balloon and bounce it around the house. Or if it has helium, let it go off into the sky. <laughs> but what they're what they're they're trying to pop the balloon because they don't think we deserve it. And they think that popping the balloon is somehow good for us, yeah. even though it'll give us a little fright and we don't like that. It's, I can't, I cannot, I never thought I would have seen a world where people were happy to be enslaved, yeah. where freedom would be an offensive word, where uh, the working class saying that they, standing up against the elite would be a world where, People are like, well, the elite are right, and you have to follow them and listen to them. Especially, I mean, I brought this in a long time ago, the rooting for the empire. Watching Firefly again uh, last month, it's 
Like they're the independents, they're the brown coats. They just wanted to be left alone. They wanted to be free from you know government oversight. And then when the government took over and the the alliance just ignored, they fought. The alliance fought so hard to enslave all those worlds. And what did they do with it? Fuck all. They just abandoned them to criminality and poverty and and disease. And people watch that show. They love that show. They'll put the brown coat flag up. They'll carry a brown coat challenge coin. They'll, you know, have wear a button that says I aim to misbehave and have fucking I'm a leaf on the wind on the back of their their car and wearing an orange hat. Wearing a gay orange hat. <laughs> and then they're like, Yeah, uh the government absolutely has the right to tell you that you need to take a vaccine because of these public health ordinances. I got into an argument with a dude on PayPig the other day who was saying that it was fully within the rights of the government of Canada to lie everyone down because it was covered by like section 15 of the their constitution and i was like then fucking show it to me fucking show me the words where it says they can lock people in their homes and he sends me the table of contents where it says yes they have a power to quarantine and and also something about maritime and i was like well that's not a law that's a table of contents you fucking retard and if i had to venture a guess what that is about is about boats. And if a boat comes in carrying a disease, they can quarantine a boat. A boat is not the same as people in their homes all over the country. And a, boats are dictated into international waters and all kinds of goofy fucking law that's different than what you can do to people inside their own homes in their fucking home country. And then he argued with me some more and then ended up coming around and going like, well, yeah, it's about they can lock down people in boats if they think they're carrying disease. Like, yeah, because they're on a fucking boat. Do you know how easy it is to not let people off a boat? You just don't put the little ladder up. <laughs> hey, we'd like to get off this boat. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. We're going to sail somewhere else. You get the fuck out of here. You're absolutely right. You're sailing somewhere else, you son of a bitch. You can't do that in someone's home. Oh, it was the guy was absolutely retarded. But they think that the government has these powers to, to punish people. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We totally need it. The government has the right to tell you to stay inside your home. Government tell you, has the right to tell you what you can do for work and how you can how fast you can drive your car and all these things. Like, no, 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 no. Government has no rights. Government's power is derived from the people. People have rights. People can exercise their rights. Government has no rights. Government only has the authority the people give it. These people are standing in the streets in Ottawa and all across Canada, honking their horns, telling them, we won't fucking take it. We're done. They're all over the country. And it's funny because it started as like, oh, it's just a fringe minority. They don't actually mean <laughs> yeah. anything. And now your whole economy is shut the fuck down. Uh, and they can't. They cannot let the these mandates go. Like they have to really ease the clutch out on these man letting the mandates go because like, otherwise this was the test. Yeah. It was like, okay, how much how much is slavery can we inflict on people before we get to pushback? And they've now hit like the first amount of pushback that's still going. And I I mean I'm surprised this lasted this long, to be quite honest. With the way so many other things have happened. But once again, I will say this, um, you know, this is all peaceful and stuff. That's why they're not getting what they want. 
if they burnt down some buildings or killed some politicians, there'd be a lot more people going oh, yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah, whoa, 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 man, it's done. Man, it, there was an article in like Bloomberg's like, it's not clear why, what will end these trucker protests. <laughs> it's not fucking. The same the, thing that ends all you, other. Pro- <laughs> well, they're pretending like they don't know what the demands are. You yeah. know what the fucking demands are and you should be shot in the face. We should just fucking line. Just we should just build tent, go to Canada. Right. And we'll dig a big trench along the U.S. Canada border all the way from sea to shining sea. And we'll line up all our journalists and politicians on our side, and the Canadians can line up all their journalists and politicians on their side, and we'll shoot all our journalists and politicians and push them into the hole, and then we'll also have to shoot Canada's journalists and politicians because mm-hmm. they don't have any guns, yeah. and then and then we'll we'll just fill it all in, and we'll have this nice like mound, a freedom mound that goes sea to shining sea and delineates United States from Canada. And we're like, what is what is this? Like, well, you know that phrase that Thomas Jefferson said that the tree of liberty must must from time to time be uh, watered with the blood Blood. of of tyrants. This was the watering, the watering mound. Thank you. Please don't ever do this again, or we will do another mound. Um, yeah, it, the, the inhumanity to, to not like the people that are against the truckers are just not human. They're fucking lizard people. They're aliens. They're mutants. They're NPCs. I don't see how you can look at someone and go like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to take. Uh, I don't want to take a jab. Uh, it's my body, my choice. Like, well, yeah, you that you might. It's your body, your choice. If you're killing babies inside of you, but if <laughs> if it's you take, if it's you not taking a a drug that doesn't work, doesn't protect, doesn't protect. Stop infection doesn't stop contagion and doesn't and ale- only allegedly reduces symptoms um why do we all need to take it for, a, for by the way for a person who spends the majority of their working time all by themselves by themselves <laughs> in a little box in a box yeah yeah uh it's like I don't see how you how you look at this situation and go like yeah these people are wrong these people want to be just left alone they want to be be able free to free Tibet no way uh, yeah <laughs> just uh, yeah oh yeah go to a free Tibet rally and then be like no 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 China's fine China's fine yeah fuck Hong Kong fuck those guys they wanted to not be part of China they go fucking be not part of China what are you talking about oh <laughs> uh, the the and wanting to inflict pain upon, I think it's one thing to say, like, I want to kill the people who cause the problems, yeah. like politicians and journalists and weathermen. Because then you don't have no problems. Because then we wouldn't have any problems. Yeah. I don't want to just kill, like, my neighbors. These people want their neighbors pulled from their homes in the middle of the night and enforce. Like, one person was like, the cops should march in there, round all these people up, inject them with the vaccine, and then take them to prison forever. And it's hard to tell Poe's law what, you know, is this yeah. is this a joke or not? But the mere fact that that is a statement being made where you're like, that's not a joke, that, that could possibly not be a joke, yeah. is really telling of the level of discourse we're at involving people, the, like the total um, tri- tribalism that we've created of it's us versus them, it's the vax versus the unvax, it's Democrats and Republicans, it's socialists versus libertarians. Like, there's no middle ground anymore on anything. And you would think that just 
the de- the default would be yeah we should just have more freedom but it's not <laughs> like people beg to be lock me down harder daddy yeah now they're and like follow the science follow the science follow the science well now you may not need a booster every year maybe only every five years it's like but isn't it becoming endemic to the point where it's like not deadly anymore so why would we need another booster in five years yeah. fauci lying sack of shit elf it's it, it takes a real a total disconnect from being able to follow any amount of information for any extended period of time. That's the only way I can I can explain people not catching on yet. Because we don't get that chance anymore. Yes, yeah, so the next thing, the next thing that we got a whole oh, Ukraine. Yeah. There, uh, we're going to be going to war in Ukraine. Coming any day now. He's going to be marching in there and invading. Okay. He didn't do it today, though. Oh yeah, yeah but uh, he may probably probably tomorrow, probably tomorrow. Or, I'll be on the I'll or, be on the lookout for it tomorrow. You know, no, but it also might be Thursday or Friday. You sure, know, sure. but if they don't do that, then it could probably okay, it might be wait till Monday. That's not gonna work. Yeah, um, but no, they're they're gonna march into Ukraine. You mark, but we gotta get more troops in there. Why don't we wait until after they march into Ukraine and see if that even happens? Oh well, you know, but if we're proactive, we catch it before it happens. Then that's gonna happen. Like. And kill a bunch of U.S. people too, <laughs> yeah, right? Because because the the argument the argument I always see for that is like, well, if we don't send troops into Ukraine, then there's going to be all these Ukrainian lives lost. Yes, as opposed to U.S. servicemen, U.S. Lost. servicemen lost. Yeah, and also a bunch of Ukrainian and lives. Also a bunch. Those, of this U- probably about the same amount, I would say. Yeah, and <laughs> let's face it, like. Who do you even know anyone from Ukraine? Like a famous person or anything? No. Me either. I I could point to Ukraine on a map. I could point to Ukraine on a map prior to this week. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but that's because I am into geography yes. and maps. Uh like in an atlas. Some people can't point some people can't point. Here here's the thing, right? Another reason, as we talked about this before, is people are dumb. Yes. People are a lot dumber than they think they are. Than they think they are, and they're a lot dumber than you think they are. That's also true. Uh, people. Some people can't point to the U.S. on a map. Yeah, they live. They are U.S. citizens and have lived in the U.S. and have been through the U.S. schooling system, and cannot point to the U.S. on a map. I got a. Um, I downloaded this app called Text or Die, where you have to like type in words and and you try and make longer words than your opponents so that you win. Okay. And, um, I was, I very quickly figured out that if you had anything that you could, sometimes it, the, it would ask a question and then you could put the word in there. Yeah. Right. So it, it was part of the question. Like one of them was like, name a sport that starts with an F or whatever and, or name a sport. And I would put American football. Yeah. Cause that's just two words, two yeah. giant words. And there was one that was like, name a country that starts with you. And one person put us and one person put USA. And I put United States of America. America. It was like, it's <laughs> 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 game over for those guys. Yeah. Uh, and I, I also don't think there was anybody live typing on the other side. Cause there was no form of timer or anything. Yeah. And there was never any duplicate words. That was also weird. Um, but imagine the guy with the one brain cell being like, I can't think of anything, any country that starts with you 
other than U.S., which is only two letters. Yeah, there's, it's the like shortest distance between two points in their brain, versus seeing, seeing the whole story there, and like there would it would be states, name U.S. states, like okay. North Dakota, South, like any one of these ones that has multiple words in it is yeah. going to be longer than, you know, uh, Texas. Ohio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, especially when it would say one of them was name a state that starts with N. Like, well, I got North Dakota, uh, New Hampshire, all both long, North Carolina, long, like uh, all New the Mexico. N, all the North states yeah. are going to be longer names. And then you have someone who's like Nebraska. Nevada, really short one. Anyway, yeah, people are stupid, and I think we all. I think that more intelligent people tend to think that they're closer to average. Yeah. Um, and I think that most people who think that they're of average intelligence are probably a lot smarter than they think they are, mm-hmm. and most people who think that they're smart are of less than average intelligence. Yes, there's like a weird. <laughs> it is a weird, uh, a weird uh, reverse reverse bell, bell curve. curve. Yeah. yeah. Where you're it's like an intersecting bell curve. Yeah, it's it's your there's I don't is that Dunning Kruger where you think that you're better than you are because you don't know what you're doing? Maybe. Um it's that that weird effect where I I've always compared it to coiling a cable. Like when you coil a cable, there are four stages of coiling a cable. There's unconscious incompetence where you don't know that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're like taking it and wrapping it around your elbow like a fucking caveman. There's conscious inco- incompetence where you learn that that's not the way you do that uh-huh. and that you need to coil it over under and then you then but you don't know how to do that really. Then there's conscious competence where you now know how to coil a cable and you can do it, but you have to think about it while you're doing yeah. it. And if you like lose focus, you'll fuck it up. And then there's unconscious, unconscious competence. competence where you can just you pick up a cable and you just automatically do it. It's totally built into you. And most people, they are unconsciously incompetent, but they think that they're the fucking greatest. And when you cross that line of being of into conscious incompetence, that is where intelligence really lies. Because those people are able to move into conscious competence and unconscious co- competence yeah. over time. And people, who, even people who are just like unconsciously competent at something first try, they will overinflate their idea of, of how smart they are. Mm-hmm. It's like... Um, the military does this in that they'll train you to do something really, really well. And you can do that one thing really, really well. And it makes you seem more intelligent. Like doctors, a, do- a cardiac surgeon seems like a fucking genius. Yeah. Cause they know all about the heart. They can fix that shit. But like, then you take them and you're, they're like, Hey, um, you can't put olive oil in your car. Dip Why not? Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they have a very, very specific narrow, expertise at the detriment of other things. Some of those things don't matter, of course. Yeah. But if, if you're so honed in, I think that's why I've been so successful in my career is that I've kind of refused to allow myself to be honed into one skill. Like I know I'm going to learn how to be a flyman. I'm going to learn how to be a electrician and a light board op and an audio engineer so that at the very least, when I'm doing something else and someone needs help, Oh, I know how to fix that. I think everyone knows like someone in a particularly skilled uh, job, you know, yeah, 
you know, whether it's engineering, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever it is. Uh, no, I think everyone knows someone like that personally, and and they're just like, I know that guy, and he's yeah, he he's might be, be smart. But he's so fucking stupid. Yeah, like I call, I call my brother the smartest dumb guy I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think we tend to just like because we know that person, we 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 tend to be like, uh, we tend to under value their intelligence, undervalue their intelligence, but also overvalue the intelligence of everyone else that like they work with yeah. or in their field. Right. It's not just, it's not just your brother who is a doctor who you think is kind of dumb. It's also everybody else in his department. All the doctors, all the doctors are also kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got them way off the rails, but uh, what's your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Uh, optometry. Uh, you know, thousands of years, thousands of years ago, you know, hundred it was uh, let's see, Benjamin Franklin invented the bifocals. Mm-hmm. So clearly, we had gla- we had glasses. I'm I'm trying to remember exactly when we started. People started wearing glasses. We've had them for hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, at some point, you know, I think I think you could probably go, uh, yeah, hundreds of years, fifteen hundred years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at some point we stopped calling the weak that couldn't see, uh, and, and found out that, uh, we could put some, some glass on their eyes and make them see. Okay. 13th century. So 700 years, 800, yeah. 800 years. That's right. 12, the year 1200. Um, and I think we got to a point where. Uh, like we figured out, like there were there was it was just it, it, you didn't just need the glass, right? There were strengths. Some people really, really couldn't see, mm-hmm. and then we should we should have stopped there. Like you can't see. How much do you need? You know, what you need one, two, or three? I need two. Can you see now? I can see. All right, good. You're good. Yep. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, optometry is now you know. It's a whole. Have you ever have you ever looked at? Um, have you ever had someone explain to you the breakdown of what the numbers in your prescription are? Yeah, it's it's amazing because it's not it's like how convex the lens is. Yes, where the center of it needs to be uh-huh. it, for eyeglasses specifically, where the center of it needs to be in relation to the frames, yep. and all this shit is all like encoded in there. It's like just fucking throw some magnifying glasses and on a yeah on a strap and uh-huh. suction cup them to your face. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now it's it's this huge business that has turned into kind of a scam. I I, I think. Oh, I agree. Uh, I hadn't had a eye exam in at least ten years. I want to say, and I I ran through my supply of contacts. I don't I don't have backup glasses. I haven't worn glasses since I was. 13 i think yeah um before you knew me uh, that's true and that's a long time so uh i and i was certain that my insurance had vision included uh considering how much pay for it uh but so i i, I was gonna i was gonna go to a place luckily 
it, this was a Thursday, and this place, for some reason, is closed on Thursdays. So I did some more digging, found out my insurance didn't cover vision, uh, oh. which it absolutely should, considering how much, uh, like the actual process, how long the actual process takes you takes. Um, it absolutely should include at, at the very least the exam. I so I don't get what it what it is with insurance because basically insurance only covers you from the neck down. Dental yeah. is separate. Dental separate, separate, vision separate. Separate. And then if you have mental health issues, a lot of times your insurance company will fight yep. you on that shit. It's yeah, like, I, I had I had to I had to go find like the the guidebook that they send. Mm. They send you this. You know. What your what your policy covers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I had yeah. to go look through there and find the thing that was eventually. It was like, you know, eventually it said, "Here's here's all the pages. The pages is like, here's what we don't cover." And it's like vision, unless it's extremely medically needed. Yeah, for us, well, unless it's extremely medically needed. Yeah, the my ability to see and walk around uh-huh. kind of superfluous to yeah. what I'm doing. Uh. Uh, anyways, so I took I went to I went and took an eye exam. And, you know, nowadays uh, I had to fill out a thing on a tablet, uh, which apparently had no bearing. It was like past vision health and and also general health. Apparently that had no bearing on anything. Uh, it was just a piece of paper that they had you check a bunch of boxes basically. on and then they threw it right in the trash. Uh-huh. Uh, we need 10 more minutes. Uh, create this piece of paper thing, check boxes on. Yeah. So I go into the back. And the technician puts me through, uh, like one machine that, that like, it's like a picture of a house and it, you know, it per eye and it, yeah. it shuffles between a bunch of stuff to get like a general sense. And then the one that shoots the air in your eyes, because, you know, we like to make you uncomfortable for like, some I reason. I don't get what that. She said it measures like pressure. <laughs> I don't know what kind of pressure and where and on what. Oh, take your eye pressures, Lil. Let me get the air compressor out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it went too much. You're total recalling it. You're total recalling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then I, uh, I just picked up the restraint and stabbed her with the bolt that was in it. <laughs> uh, no, and then I got pictures of my eyes taken. You know. <laughs> did they tell you, you had such beautiful eyes oh, when yeah. they did it? Yeah. Um. And then I get uh, pointed to exam room one. I sit down and it's a virtual exam. No fucking kidding. Yeah. Oh my God. So you're in a physical location. I mean, a physical, I'm is in there a, like I'm a, a, a Gertie from uh, Moon there? Like, <laughs> hello, Tim. It was We're going just, to be checking your eyes today. Boom. <laughs> It was just a guy. It was just a doctor on a TV screen, <laughs> and the technician lady like she's like, okay, you can sit down, and she, you know, I sit down. So the t- technician lady was in the room with you. Uh, she she came in with the room. yeah. She wasn't okay. there the whole time, but uh, she yeah she like she sits you down and puts the thing in front of your face, and she's like, okay, just keep your face in front of this, and uh, the doctor's gonna start the exam, and she leaves. And the Why can't like, you just do this yourself at this point? That's what I'm thinking. Just like uh, one, two, one, two, one, right. two, three, 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 four. Like, okay, yeah, it was a seven and an eleven. All yeah. right, fucking it, write it up. That's about how long it took because because they could. I surely they can make one of those machines. They could just like 
do do it all online. by yourself. Yeah, yeah, they mail you the little machine. You yep. you set up the distance. It has like a tape measure. Yeah, you tape this to the wall. You go this far away. You click your things. You, once you get it right where you set, you pull it away. You write down these numbers. You put the whole kit back in the box and you send it back to him. And then you get contacts in the mail. That sounds like. I mean, I assume in a million dollar idea, 10 years we'll have that uh, because that's essentially like, you know, the, he was on the screen somewhere and he has control over, he has control over the <coughs> shifter thing. Yeah. And so he's doing this, uh, the same thing I've been through a bunch, you know, one or two read. The only thing was though, uh, I, it's been so long that so I, I couldn't remember, but this, I think this is the same thing as, as last time. It's a, uh, hard. It's a hard test. The eye exam is a hard test set up by a lazy person. Uh huh. Um. So, you know, when, when you're like, oh, I, I clearly I can read that. That's E R F P, and then it, go, it gets it gets smaller. Yeah. And you're like oh, you're having some trouble, and you're like, mm, I think it's N R Z Q. It's like now the right eye. Oh, I can read that. That's E R F P. Yeah. Now it gets further away and you can't read it at all, but you're like, and RZQ. <laughs> yeah. Cause you, don't, cause he, cause he you don't want to say, I can't see that with my right eye. Well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind saying that, but you can kind of see the shape. Yes. Right. You can kind of make it out. Yeah. It could be uh, like M five B O. But you know that you know like two answers ago was NZRQ, which that kind of looks like. Yeah, it's it's the way you can recognize someone without seeing their face, yeah. like by the way they move or dress, and you're like, you're pretty sure, and then they turn, and it's totally not the person you thought or it was. Or how they look like piloting a <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's you're right in that it is set up, and I did go to one once with somebody, um, and they had. It was weird. It was projected on the wall behind them. And so oh, they I've were done looking that. at it through a mirror because yep. that doubled the distance of the room. And they had different slides that they drop in every time. So oh, great. you couldn't say, yeah. and it, I think it was like That's one it letter to top be. to bottom. You couldn't just memorize it like, oh, it's NRZQ. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it needs to be. The only time that needs to happen is if they're doing that on purpose. When it really is like... uh M5, where it really is the very close approximation of the letter yeah. in order to Trick know. Your brain. Yeah, in order to know if you are really reading that or not. Yeah. But yeah, that took five minutes. And then uh, I went over to the side of the building that sells you the stuff, waited for five minutes for the guy to print out my uh, uh, prescription and give me my uh, contact lenses, my trial lenses. And, uh, and, and here's the other part is, uh, we've had contacts for a long time, right? You know, originally they were the hard. Yeah. When they come around like the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we've had 40 years of, uh, contact technology yet. Uh, it's way more expensive than glasses are the place I went to for the eye exam and, uh, what they call contact fitting. Okay. Which I assume is like the extra steps that go into the contact stuff that you don't use, need for glasses. Plus the trial pair of contacts was a hundred and nine dollars. 
It's too much. They offer an eyeglass exam and two pairs of of glasses for sixty nine dollars. I've always, I remember uh, so the person that I went and they did the the projection eye exam thing got glasses right, and then we went picked them up and they're like and then they'll be fitted. Yeah, and so I imagine they have some machine that measures the way your ears are slightly out of level. No. And and they get it right. No, it's like yeah, it sits a little high on this one, a little low on this one. The guy takes and just kind of like twists it in his hands. It. Yep. Like how's that? Like, I guess that's better. That's not. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. I'm paying for fitment for you to just fucking uh-huh. jerk these around a bunch. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was funny. It, it was uh, it was eye opening to me because I've never needed glasses or had any like i've had perfect vision my whole yeah. life i was in high school and i got taken to an eye exam and they're like oh yeah according to this you're slightly farsighted but you've developed so many coping me- mechanisms that we're not going to yep. put you in glasses and i was like good i don't want to be a mutant like you yeah uh, uh for me it was a two-tiered thing where uh like i would always sit to the tv too close my mom and dad would always be like you, you need to sit farther away from the tv yes and they're like but then i i, I can't hear it and they're like, oh, well, we probably need to get his hearing checked. So eventually I got my hearing checked. Oh, like, oh yeah. The doctor was like, oh, yeah, he's got 25% hearing loss in this ear here. Uh, and so I, I knew that as a kid. But then, like, I I kept, like, sitting close to the TV <laughs> to watch Dragon Ball Z or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, it's loud. They're like, we'll turn it. You can sit back. We'll turn it up. Like, But then I can't see it. And it was a it was a smaller you know nineties TV CRT old TV, CRT yeah but still right um, so I think it was it was like I think third or fourth grade I I finally got uh, an eye exam because it was that plus I always had to sit in the front row at school ugh because if they ever moved me to the back I would I would always I can't see the board you know yeah <sighs> yeah you people are mutants we should let you all. Um I'm not. I am. Expire. I'm not denying that. I'm. You know, if this was uh, the year 300, you'd be dead. I'd be dead. So I think. I think that the part of it, like I think your body, or I'd be sitting, or I'd be sitting at home. Uh, I'd have to be like a apprentice healer or something, like a shaman. Yeah. No, there's a blind. There's a blind. No, I wouldn't be a good shaman. That's why I said apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Never actually makes it out of the program. Yep. Poor guy. Uh, that's a good issue, Tim. I'm sorry about your optometry woes. I wish I could. I thought about when I was, so I had vision insurance through my old work and mm-hmm. I was like, I I don't need any of this. Yeah. And I thought about going into a doctor's office being like, yeah, so I know you'll do like the two free pairs of glasses. Can we just not put a prescription in them and you just get me two pairs of nice Ray-Bans and we'll charge my insurance for them? Yeah, <laughs> you can do that. I didn't end up doing it. Should have even if because even if you went through the whole eye exam thing and they'd be like they were like yeah you're a negative point two five in yeah. one eye the other eye is a zero uh, then yeah we can give you some glasses. Well, when, they, when you buy sunglasses from a prescription place and they like give you prescription yeah. sunglasses, the original lenses are in the box. Ah, so you can just pop those fuckers pop out. out. It's for yeah. people who do contacts, but they. 
you know, they'll get prescription sunglasses made and, but then they mostly wear contacts. So they'll just pop those lenses out, put the originals back in and wear them with their contacts, but their insurance paid for them. But I'm like, I'm going to get these glasses and not, not need them. I probably need them when I'm old. Yeah. Cause my dad needs glasses to read now. My grandfather needed glasses to read. So, you know, I assume that one day uh, my, my slightly farsightedness will become, but by then we'll probably have retinax. Oh yes. Retinax. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And hopefully I'm not allergic to retinax. <laughs> or become addicted. What? Yeah. Why would you be addicted? Yeah. The drug. You become, you become addicted to anything. I don't think you become addicted. Yeah. Not in the 24th century. Tim. It's like Mentax. <laughs> Isn't that the mentalist people that work for the people in Dune? Uh, those are men tats. Yeah. What did you say? Men tax. What is like men? Fallout. Oh. <laughs> Me get smarter. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's right. I remember what that is now. Yeah, I never, I never used any of the drugs in Fallout. The only thing I ever used was stim packs. Yeah. And rat away. But I never did like jet or psycho, psycho, mentax. Why not? Um, because. I was too busy, like actually playing the game to go get do drugs. But there was no, you have to go go into your inventory and do it. And there was always too many detrimental effects for what you were getting. All right. All right. Mr. Straight Edge. Yeah. Never done drugs in real life. Don't do drugs <laughs> in video games. It's shocking. The game, the, game, the game was like, here's all the drugs you can ever do. And you have actual no physical repercussions <laughs> for doing it. In fact, it kind of makes playing the game real fun. Your vision gets all all cloudy and you stumble around and it's hard to hit a guy with a gun. <laughs> Me. No, thank you. <laughs> Why would I level up all my I'm aim and shit? going to keep my body pure. <laughs> no, I put robot parts in them. That was a huge thing missing from Fallout 4. Oh, yeah. Was the ability to put upgrades in yourself. Uh, well, uh, that brings us to Miller Show, which means it's time for. This episode is brought to you by. He's a blackface lawyer. News uh, Network. I'm yeah. calling the police. Two if you count the cows. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story comes to us from uh, Massachusetts. More like Douchachusetts. Yeah. Um, everyone's doing blackface these days. It's the new hotness. Yeah, I don't know if you heard about it. The uh, the guy from Canada. Yes, Prime Minister. Yeah, he he's been doing it for years. Years. Yeah, he's years. an OG face. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, our his our our country is kind of founded on it. On blackface. Yeah. Uh, what are you What are you talking about? I mean, you got you got people doing blackface. You got um, you got the jazz singer, right? Which, Al Jolson, jazz singer. Okay. Blackface, yeah. First talkie, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, made talkies what they were, made uh, the movie industry what it was. Boston Revolution or the Boston Tea Party, you know, those people put on it. They put on Indian face, basically blackface. Yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, who do you think hasn't done blackface? Um. I would say you and me, but I think we sure. Have, but like, that's know. like a general category of person. Black people. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Barack Obama did blackface. Uh, but like, like no, uh, like um, some people have uh, like uh, to cover vitiligo. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's blackface. You're calling that blackface. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> 
Uh, what category are you trying to get? Like, uh, you know, like babies. No, oh, I'd say babies <laughs> probably have not done blackface. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> At least in Massachusetts. Um, a Montessori school in Newton has closed its doors indefinitely after news spread that teachers had toddlers make and wear blackface as part of Black History Month. Oh, wow. <laughs> they had to do it for Black History Month? Yeah. Like, look, all right, gather around, kids. Get your little makeup sponge. This is what it's like to be one of them nakers. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> What a stupid idea. Yeah. Uh, speaking of blackface, yeah. I kept running into this bug the last, when I played Fallout 4 where it will change out the skin color uh, for your character, uh-huh. but only the, f- only the face. Only the face. Yeah, that's, the a, very back com- of the that's head. a very common bug in that and Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. So I was constantly walking around in blackface. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. you think they would work on that, but they mm-hmm. didn't. Um. They got to port Skyrim again. Yeah. Our next news story comes to us from the Olympics. Currently, the Winter, Winter Olympics going on. Boo! Nobody gives a fuck about the Olympics, Tim. You know what I find funny, though, is... So, we have them separated. The Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics. Why? Oh. Because the Winter Olympics, you need wintry stuff for. Uh-huh. You can't go snowboarding in the summer. Uh-huh. Without snow. Uh-huh. Right? You, you could. Can. It'd be a lot more entertaining. I'd watch that. I'd watch that's Sean called, White. That's called skateboarding. No, 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 no. Down the <laughs> side of a mountain, snowboard, no wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fourth of July. Well, apparently, uh, it's all fake because uh, it started snowing last weekend. In China? In China. And uh, they canceled the games? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't cancel them, but. Uh, but apparently all of the Olympians were like, we can't be can't be doing Winter Olympics in the snow. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, they were they were postponing events. Uh, <laughs> they had to get people out there with uh, snowblowers and shovels. Um, How embarrassing. That's. Like you can you can imagine like like there's a great downpour. Oh, the so- you know soccer soccer matches um canceled. It rain it was just raining cats and dogs. Literally physically not able to play in mud. Winter Olympics, it snows a little bit. <laughs> they you know start who freaking out. You know who doesn't give a shit about snow or mud? Who? On their in their sports robots. No. Yeah. Replace Most all the athletes with elimination robots. challenge. Yes, they don't give a fuck. Mud. In fact, more. We want more, more rain. Yeah, <laughs> soccer. If it's raining soccer balls, it's yeah. perfect weather. This to me just seems like it's uh the the Olympics have strayed so far from like feats of strength and you know gamesmanship yeah. to just just like. I have trained the most. I have injected the most steroids possible to shave an eighth of a second off of the I, world record. I've shaved my body and worn this like <laughs> special suit so that I can. Yeah, the the outfits they wear and part of it's boring because all the sports are fucking gay. Like, yeah. 
every four years we got to hear about how suddenly people love curling. Like you don't love curling. You just don't have a personality. <laughs> uh, but like the sports are all gay and they wear the stupidest fucking things. And there's no metric for like, what the skill level is no because everybody who's doing the like 500 meter dash can do it in three seconds yes so you're talking about like such and i know this has been said on the internet yeah. before but like if you just had a regular dude do like oh yeah like and, like jury duty yeah yeah here's our here's our um control group and you just have them play one match like all right here's here's six guys who have never played done curling before playing yeah. curling and they just you know they slide the stone and it just blasts out the other <laughs> end of the fucking court they're like all right see not that fucking easy yeah. <laughs> and and then you have like all right we're gonna do speed skating these guys went around this this skating rink one People time falling down they have and fallen down and you have like the speed skaters just killing it snowboarder you have like a guy a regular guy with a snowboard and it ends up looking like that i saw a video i think it's from this olympics where a skier didn't land a jump right and then he oh right in the dick face down and he's just his oh, body no. just slides up the little hunches all the oh, way down the no. rest of the hill i was no i was thinking of the one the guy took a slalom right to the bean pole oh yeah, yeah that's gotta hurt mm-hmm well, uh, our next news story comes to us from the world of movies. You remember uh, Movie Pass a couple years ago? I uh, yes. They were like, it was like thirty five dollars a month. Go see any unlimited movie tickets. Yes, I remember that. And then they did that, and people signed up, and they went, "Oh shit, we way undercharged." So they started adding like, um, more, uh. Not inconveniences, but like adding more rules, rules and yeah. stuff to it. Um, and then it went away for a little bit, but it's coming back. Uh, movie Movie Pass 2.0 was going to launch as an app pretty soon. Um, and they're going to first, they're going to uh, solve the money problem by injecting ads everywhere. Ugh. Uh, and what they're calling microcurrency. Oh, great. Uh-huh. So you earn little microcurrents and then you can use that to spend I bet. on I bet your, that's what it yeah. is. Um the, 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 the problem with the ads on MoviePass 2.0, though, is um you ever seen Clockwork Orange? Yes. Um long boring film. Yeah. What is one of the uh iconic images oh, of Clockwork Orange? Oh, it's him with his eyes pegged open to see the violence. Yeah. Uh MoviePass 2.0. Uh, explaining explained in a presentation by their CEO says um, rather than just paying a monthly subscription as you would with the previous iteration of the app, this time you earn virtual microcurrency to spend on films. You earn these tokens by watching ads with your phone's camera, making sure you're actually paying attention to them. Oh my God. Is there going to be a quiz at the end? I don't know, but they say that um, the presumably the phone will have to be held to your face while the ad is playing rather than, you know, like on your bed or propped up on a table. Yeah. Um, and that they will, they're using their software to detect rapid eye movements and making sure that your eye is actually looking at the screen. That's disgusting. They're literally doing this, the scene from Clockwork Orange where. <laughs> um, what would stop you from like getting one of those weird mannequin heads, you know, that uh, hairstylists have to practice or, on? Or. Uh, taking a selfie, uh-huh. uh huh, cutting out your eyes 
in the shape of sunglass lenses and taping them to a pair of sunglasses. Yeah, maybe that would work too. Well, we've got one last news story, and uh, this comes from a place. Well, it comes from a place we feature often, which is across the pond, but it it's about something very near and dear to both of our hearts. In fact, we've dedicated an entire episode of the show to this. Uh, the Queen of England is releasing her very own line of condiments, <laughs> including ketchup. Uh, are they great for spirit cooking? <laughs> Uh, they're releasing ketchup and brown sauce, mm. which is their version, which is what they call steak sauce. Oh, gross. Mm-hmm. Calling it brown sauce is worse than calling it. <laughs> One, steak sauce, not something you need. Yep. Two, calling it brown sauce does not make it sound appetizing. Yep. This seems like a bad idea for one very important reason. And do you know what that is? Why? That England is world renowned for having terrible fucking food. Yep. You know what the national dish of... of, of the UK is what pretty sure it's chicken tiki masala <laughs> an Indian dish. Yeah. Uh, uh, they say the tomato sauce is made with dates, apple juice and spices. I an ideal for breakfast or any time of the day. Ugh. This sounds worse than Hellman's Jesus <laughs> ketchup. Christ. Uh, the brown sauce on the other hand is packed with vinegar and spices. Um, they say this says for an American comparison, brown sauce is similar to Worcestershire sauce, making it suitable to pair with the steak. Um, no, oh. you know, you know, what goes well with steak. steak. Another one, <laughs> my mouth. <laughs> uh, this is a perfect pairing with steak. What is uh, my mouth, Alex? <laughs> um, so uh, these are not available for uh, purchase in America yet, um, but they are soon to be oh, expected. Not allowed to be, to be purchased online. in America. When it gets here, we're going down to that fucking boat and we're dumping your sauces and back in the ocean, you bitch. Well, apparently, well, if we do that, it's going to cost them a lot of money because um, whereas the typical bottle of Heinz cost three sixty nine. These bottles are coming in close to $9. Holy fuck, Joe Biden. Not including tax and shipping and handling. $9 a bottle for ketchup? Uh-huh. Holy shit. Not even, and why is the Queen of England marketing herself? Uh, That's the most bizarre thing in this. Well, RNN has uh, delved a little deeper. Uh, it said it may seem odd, the Queen launching a line of condiments, but apparently she's a big fan of burgers. Um. And thanks to a former royal chef, she's so she's such a big fan. We know that she eats her burgers sans bread. That's not a burger, then. <laughs> I know that's just a meat patty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, do you, you know what? You know what this actually? She she loves bur. How's it spelled? Is it spelled with a U or an E? Ketchup? No, no, no. Burgers. U. Uh, I, I bet that's a typo. I bet what they meant was burgers with an E because she <laughs> likes to eat kids with Asperger's. Kids with Asperger's mm. Yeah. And thus the no bread. Apparently this is not the first time the Royal family has stepped into food and beverage. Apparently two years ago in 2020, Buckingham palace launched its own gin with many of the ingredients coming straight from the backyard. Mm. 
So they made their own bathtub gin, but because it's from the royal, because the queen bathed in it, that makes it worth bajillions. Yeah, I fucking hate the royal family. Not only does uh, the queen not eat burgers without, or not eat burgers with a bun, uh, she's never had pizza. Um, that's just un-American, Tim. Right. Uh, and she avoids all fast food except for burgers. And if she were ever to request any version of takeout, the chefs would then just make their own versions of what she wanted. It must be so great to have slaves. The exception was for burgers, as long as they were served without a bun, uh, because she eats them with a fork and knife. Like a fucking mutant. Yeah. Just, oh, we should just bomb England. Free them from this sin. She has been close to the edge of death as long as we've been alive, which is true. amazing. <laughs> She's like on her platinum jubilee this year, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has been the Rikita News Network. Definitely not fake news. And that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know it doesn't take care of Tim. What? Uh, sending the ketchup back to England. Keep your fucking gross ketchup and brown sauce, you dumb bitch. If you want to help us with that endeavor, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers with the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier, we throw our random bits and bobs. We have our $5 tier, we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier, where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch and record a feature commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 Spite Producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can uh, request special guests. You can ban people from the Discord. You can ban people from leaving too long of a voicemails. Anything you want. You can ask for special bonus episodes, special video content. Anything you want, we will endeavor to provide. And uh, we thank all our patrons, big and small, for supporting the show. But uh, let's get back to some issues, Tim. And speaking of patron, Patreon, here's what I don't get. Live, die, repeat. So, back to Canada. Got the honkers up there. They're blowing their horns. And people want to support the honkers. Yeah. Everybody loves honkers. They, uh, they're like, well, what if I send these honkers, you know, 25 bucks? Yeah. Show them them how much I, uh. You know, I I can't go up there because I don't have a big, I don't have a big honker truck. Yeah. I, I, I'm also, I live several hundred miles away from the border. I have my responsibilities, but you know, those people are doing God's work. I want to support them. Well, how can I support them? Well, funny you should ask that. Cause way back in like 2013 or something, this website got launched where you could give money to people and causes you agree with mm-hmm. d- directly. No middleman, no like weird thing where I give to a charity and the charity pays all their admin fees and then they send the person the money. No, it's like they cut they cut themselves a few percent for the transaction yeah. costs. But then if I want to give Tim $100 for his sex change operation, I just go to timsexchangeoperation.biz, send him $100. Yep. And that wiener's getting out of here and going to be added on in no time. <laughs> <laughs> and And it was great. But then GoFundMe turns out like all tech companies is run by a bunch of liberal douchebags mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we don't really like, we don't really like these types of folks. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse? No. 
Truckers? No. So um, there, there. I read a list online of all these like GoFundMe's that have been taken down because they were for right wing things, while yes. similar left wing things totally left totally untouched. Yeah. And the, and then GoFundMe would be like, no, 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 we totally took down Antifa. This one Antifa page, it's like it had two hundred fifty dollars in donations. <laughs> Like, yeah, okay. What about the bail fund for Black Lives Matter that put a bunch of criminals back on the street to burn, loot, and murder again? What about that one? You feel bad about sending that money? No. So GoFundMe, but uh, the trucker convoy got like $13 million. Yeah. Some yeah. outrageous amount yeah. of money. And GoFundMe froze it and then decided, yeah, we're not going to give back the, we're not going to give this to the truckers. But instead of giving the money back to the donors, GoFundMe's default policy is that you can request a refund for 30 days. And then if you don't, if you don't, what they will do is they will give the money to a charity of their their choice. So they would just give it to like the anti honker brigade. Yeah. Of course, because that's who they agree with, which is totally ridiculous. And I would be very upset about this had I given any money to go fund me for this, but I didn't because this is not the first fucking time they've done this. Yeah. Why in God's name would you, you like you're trying to do a thing that's uh, that's for freedom, that big F word that we're not allowed to say anymore. Why would you go to go fund me? After they have shown time and time again that they do not give a single fuck about freedom and they do not support in any form or fashion anything other than left-wing dominance, you are a fucking imbecile. Whoever Whoever's on thought that that was a good idea, like... The first time, sure. Yeah, I got it. Of course. Maybe the second time. But when it's happened <laughs> a dozen times or more now, like... Fucking figure it out. And then they go like, yeah, we got banned from the GoFundMe. I can't believe it. You can't. You can't. (laughs) I can't believe you made it that far. Virtually the Freedom Convoy when they're like, yeah, we're not going to refund. You can request a refund. We're not going to automatically refund their money. So what people started doing was file contesting the charges with their bank, which cost GoFundMe money. Yes. So they they had that that policy for about a day before they were like, no, no, we're just automatically refunding all the money. Yep. We can't afford all the That's why if you yeah, if you do something like that on um because they're like this is promoting racism and violence using pictures the media co- conjures up of one guy carrying a Nazi flag. Like that guy works for Channel Two News. Yeah. Channel Two News posted this photo, that guy works for them. That's not look at Look at the big picture. How many Nazi flags do you see in the flyover shots? Zero. Uh, no, we're going to ban them from GoFundMe. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to tech monopoly, and it's ridiculous that people keep feeding into it. Find something else. Yeah. Put money in an envelope and just send it to the, just write two truckers at border. More, <laughs> it'll likely, find its way, more yeah. likely it'll find its way. Yeah. Go fucking, just go to the Walmart or whatever, find a lot lizard and be a reverse lot lizard, right? Yeah. You like wave down truckers like, hey, you want to fuck this broad? You want to <laughs> fuck this broad? Here's a, how much is it? How much is it, bitch? Eight dollars? Uh, yeah, I get Eight dollars. <laughs> fuck that trucker. That was on me. I'm hawking in support. Hawk. Like, that would be a better use of your time and money. And it would benefit Fred the Truck, who's yep. fucking hookers in at, at Lot Lizards at the truck stops. Yep. Or 
you could, you know, start a branch of a movement. That is also true. You could drive your trucks to downtown Tulsa and start honking. I don't know what you'd be honking about. In solidarity, you're honking in solidarity. Honking in solidarity, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, because in Oklahoma, there's nothing going on. But California, it should be happening. In Cal- I think there's a word that's going. They're going to DC, uh-huh. which would be interesting. Uh, yeah, just uh, over and over and over again that we. C- the conservatives keep getting duped by these corporations yep. like, yeah, we're a black rifle coffee company. We support the Second Amendment. We believe in America and our troops. And, uh, you know, real American heroes. You know? And it's like uh, a kid defending himself from a, a mob by shooting them. Oh, we a black rifle coffee company. We don't support him wearing a t- Kyle Rittenhouse wore a T-shirt in a photo. He just had yeah. the T-shirt because yeah. he was a customer of theirs. And they're like, oh, we do not endorse support Kyle Rittenhouse in any way. What we think he did is a murder. Like, whoa, 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 boy, motherfucker. You haven't even seen any evidence. Black Rifle Coffee Company. We support the Second Amendment insofar as it applies to going to the range and shooting a piece of paper. As soon as you're shooting at people to protect yourself in any way, not really a part More of it. More like insofar as we use... Uh the imagery to sell to you peons. Yeah. And, but they keep like the next one comes out the next, like, Oh, uh, we're a two way coffee. We're totally different than black rifle coffee company. We support the second amendment. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to drink coffee that tastes good. Not one that's trying to make a fucking political yeah. statement. Uh, <laughs> it's, but yeah, we just keep uh, live, die, repeat. Just keep on. Oh yeah. Uh, what's the next thing? With the next big deal we're going to have to donate money for, let's launch a go. Let's go launch a GoFundMe for Trump's 2024 presidential campaign. Yeah, oh, it got canceled? What in the hell? Yeah. Oh, I am shocked and chagrined. It, it's like the warning light, you know, the warning label on the top of your McDonald's coffee says, caution, coffee is hot. Because that one dumb bitch dumped hot coffee on herself. Now, McDonald's fucked up and they were, they were cooking the coffee at too high of a temperature. Yeah. But... She was also fucking stupid because she didn't put the coffee in a cup holder. <laughs> like, you could take a little bit of the blame, you dumb yeah, bitch. Yeah, no one filled a cup of coffee and then threw it at her through the drive-thru window. Yes, that would be McDonald's' <laughs> fault. And, but no, we... And I think, conser- I think conservatives are in- addicted to it. They are addicted to being the victims. Yep. They're addicted to being beaten down and crushed under the heel of the left like a weird BDSM fetish. They love losing. Yeah, so they can post about it on Facebook. Uh, yeah, so they can they can we we've made victimhood a currency yeah. and even though conservatives pretend to be that they're like, yeah, we're family first and and boot, go up by your bootstraps, they love getting smacked down on the nose of the newspaper. No. You're bad. So they can Don't show it off. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we went and held our signs and they didn't do anything. Yeah, because you didn't do enough. You didn't <laughs> hold your signs hard. You know what you should have done is you should have started picking up politicians by the ankles and swinging them as hard as you could into walls. Just leave them fucking paint the walls red with the just uh, you need like a Hulk man to do that. But you probably rig up a machine just like a snare, uh-huh. snare them at their feet, and then it it just whips them towards it reels in. And then once it's reeled them in far enough, they spin on it, and then it slides laterally towards a wall. So they're they're spinning like really, really incredibly fast. And then you just push it towards a wall, and they smack into the wall and die. It's no, just going to 
Uh, do the same thing over just and over again. Do the again. same thing over and over again. Uh, oh, it'll work this time. They're they're passing health care. We don't want them to pass health care. Let's go stand on the mall with some signs. Uh, the news is in. Obamacare Act passed. Only the Republicans voted against it. Okay, cool. Well, we're gonna go home now. You have a nice day. Uh, yeah, they're they're. they're they cheated the election. Oh, no, they cheated the election. We better get our signs. There we go. Wait, what does this one say? Uh, don't pass Obamacare. We'll just flip this one around. <laughs> uh, no election fraud. No election fraud. No election fraud. Oh, you Joe Biden's still president? Okay, then. I, I love it. All this. Oh, yeah. yeah Arizona's going to decertify the votes. They're going to decertify them. Oh, well, maybe, you know, once they decertify them, of course, we'll be able to reset time and not have 7.5% <laughs> hyperinflation. Amazing. Uh, we're going to lock down again. Like, yeah, just keep printing my money. So ridiculous. Constantly working. Cannot stop working. Fuck a pain in my dick. I I just, it makes me want to scream. To, to see people not learn from their mistakes. Yeah. Like that was, that's the point of everything is to be able to learn from your mistakes. And we just, we just do not. We're like completely <laughs> incapable. Yeah. yeah, we're goldfish. And we just keep doing the same things and expecting the same results. And uh, maybe it's maybe it's because I was forced to take an acting class. But uh, in acting one in college, mm -hmm. one of the first things we learned about was tactics. And in a scene, uh, like between two people, most scenes, one or more characters want something and one or more other characters are an obstacle to that thing. Yeah. So like if Tim and I were in a scene and I wanted the pen, but Tim's, my motivation is I want the pen. Tim's motivation is he doesn't want to give me the pen. Mm -hmm. In a, when you're doing a scene, I would say, maybe ask Tim, can I have that pen? And he would say, no. And then I'd say, well, Tim, uh, I'll give you a dollar if you give me that pen. And then he would say, no, but he would say it in a more interesting way. He's like, no, I need to keep this pen because my grandfather gave it to me, right? He's trying to bargain it back and forth. Like, Tim, I'll trade you this pen. This pen's made of steel. It's, it's a machined aluminum pen. It's got a space pen capsule inside of it. It's got blue ink instead of red ink. It's a great pen. It's way better pen. Than, that pen doesn't even have a clip on it. And Tim would, Tim would then say something else. But it would have to escalate every time, yeah. right? Because if the, pen, if the scene was just, Tim, can I have that pen? No. 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 That can't be a movie. <laughs> uh, these days. <laughs> these days it can't be. That's why movies are so bad is people, you have to change. So in acting class, that was what we were taught was uh, when you have a scene like that, every time, every new line, like you have a big, long thing yeah. and that's one tactic until you get your goal. Every line is a new tactic. Begging, pleading, bargaining. You know, I'm going to try and sweeten the, I'm sweetening this bargain. I am, I'm going to try and tear down your, your item so that you don't want it anymore. I'm going to try and trick you into doing something else. Every time it's a new tactic. Yeah. And I kind of take that into my own life in that when I 
confront a problem. If I try a tactic and it doesn't work, I try another tactic. Mm -hmm. uh, let me fund this thing with GoFundMe. That made a difference. I wish I could say I have never given to GoFundMe, but I did give to the GoFundMe of the family of, a, of one of my mentors when he died. So GoFundMe has gotten like $5 out of me. <laughs> but, you know, if I gave to a cause, they canceled it because they decided they disagree with it. The next time someone was like, we launched a GoFundMe, someone posted in our Discord a GoFundMe for family friend who's dying. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I feel for you, but I just, I'm really uh, unable to justify giving a company that hates me 5%. Uh, and there's got to be a bit, there are other, there are other methods. If you're going to go, okay, we're GoFundMe didn't work. We're going to go to like whatever their competitor is, or just cash at me at dollar sign mm -hmm. honking dollar sign honkers on, on Snapchat. Send me $5. Cool. Uh, until, you know, or not Snapchat, it was Cash App, until Cash App cancels you. Like, they're all going to cancel you because they hate you. Yeah. But the least you could do is try and circumnavigate it instead of just being like, we launched a GoFundMe and we're canceled. Because <laughs> Groundhog Day in it. Every yep. day, every every new cause. Like, yep, oh, we got this new important conservative cause. We're throwing up the GoFundMe. It earns a shit. That's the other thing is all of these conservative causes earn a shitload of money. Yeah. And it, it businesses don't care about profit anymore. Nope. They care about appearance more than anything. And like to me, if I'm if I'm a manager at GoFundMe, we take five percent or whatever it is. These people made thirteen million dollars. That's quite a bit for our operating budget uh -huh. this time this year. What is that? Uh, thirteen times five hundred thousand. I don't even know how to do math. That's not that much. Uh, it just here's free money. Like th you literally make money from doing nothing. You do you're a middleman. Yeah, you're a middleman, but it's all automated. Like you put sure. in. You made it. You made a middleman. Yeah, you you some. I put my credit card info in. They put their banking info in, and you charge my credit card and pay their bank. Like that's that is the extent of yeah. our thing six hundred fifty thousand dollars that's what they would make off 13 million dollars like yeah we don't we don't need your six hundred fifty thousand dollars how many salaries is that i i don't know how many employees gofundme has but you got to figure someone who's making like a normal baseline wage that's at least 10 of them uh -huh. probably 10 of your low-level employees paid for in, a, in the first month of the year, the whole year's salary. Now, we don't want that money. It's it's mind-boggling. <laughs> so don't give it to them. Don't even give them the chance to take their 5%. Fuck them. Find someone else. Anyway. Yeah, that's my issue. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get not learning from your mistakes. Live, die, repeat. Move on. Find something else. Find a new... Because that's what Dick did with New Project 2 was he really showed how credit card companies have the stranglehold on all of us. Yeah. So if, but his story is didn't like, it doesn't have the reach. Imagine if the trucker convoy, like they, they went through all the steps new project two did. They're huge. They're huge lightning rod. They're mm -hmm. huge attention of conservative Fox news. And then the Fox news runs a story about how mastercard said that these people are not allowed to have money.
Yeah. And there, there's a whole MasterCard blacklist that just prevents uh, businesses from being able to ha- operate bank accounts or be use payment processors. Wouldn't that start to wake people up as to like what is really going on in the world? Now we'll just keep going and get our GoFundMe's canceled instead of trying anymore. Because that's what Dick did. Dick tried tactic after tactic after tactic. He had high high risk credit card processors. He was using like Second Amendment banks, and he was trying everything they could. And eventually, he just got blacklisted by Mastercard for the audacity to allow people who consume content to give it to people who create content. Yeah. Because some some. You know, it's always that not hashtag not all Muslims. Whenever someone get blows up a bus in Kabul, uh, because some of those people were, created objectionable content, ridiculous. We we need to make the Constitution apply to businesses in the United States. If you're not going to uphold the Bill of Rights, you do not deserve to do business here. If you don't uphold free speech, you can go fucking headquarter out, out of China. And get raped to death. Anyway, Tim, what's your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Uh, Phone tower outages. Aside from some guy going postal and driving his van full of C4 into a phone tower. How the hell in the world are, are our cell phones that we've had for... 30, 20 years, 20, 20 30 25 years, 25 years, 25 yeah. well, years it, now. They've been ubiquitous for probably 20 years, yeah. but they existed in, as far back as the eighties. And there's their, and their, with their growth has been exponential. Right. Yeah. Uh, how the hell are we still getting like regular phone outages? Uh, you and me both have been, have been, Oh, this, this weekend was a nightmare where on my phone was just not sending messages like yeah. critical messages that I needed to send in regards to events coming up that I needed to have labor booked for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I it's the last couple of weeks I've been having the problem, like messages not sending messages coming in two, three hours later. Yeah. Uh, just not getting messages and just having my messages being it says sent person never got them. Yeah. I have no, how, how is this happening? I sent out, I sent out a a call to like eight or 10 people or whatever about this thing that's happening tomorrow. Uh And then I was talking to one of them about something. I was like, Hey, I didn't hear back from you on this call. And he's, I didn't, didn't get it. And I was like, well, I sent it. And he's like, Oh, nope, it's not there. It's not anywhere. Doesn't exist. Doesn't. Yeah. Like it doesn't exist. Uh, and I have found no, like I've, I've looked around and people are just, it's we're on two different we're on two different providers. Yes, I I'm on all between the two of us. We're on all three major providers. Yeah, because I have my work phone through AT and T, my personal phone through Verizon, and you have T Mobile, which is T Mobile slash Sprint. Sprint. Now. Yeah, yeah. So that's the three major providers, and we're we're dealing with problems on all three services. And you're and your one of your phones has five G, doesn't it? Yes, and it has had problems. Yes. So it's not like it's I, I can't do the thing where it's like oh you know what it is. It's, it's their planned obsolescence. Planned obsolescence. They're making all the five people that don't have five G. Their messages dropping out and that in and out, and they're like, "Oh, with five G, your message will never drop out." Yeah. No, but no, because it's happening on five G also. Yeah, it's just that they. It, 
tele, telecom companies are the worst of the worst because oh, yeah. they they go to Congress, they say, uh, we need to increase our infrastructure. Our infrastructure only handles this much bandwidth. We need to increase bandwidth because of all these reasons and because telecom is this weird quasi-governmental thing. Yeah. We need you to give us a bunch of money for it. So the government's like, all right, here, we're going to give you all these tax breaks and other stuff to, to do your telecom infrastructure. And the telecom companies go great and they take that money and they split it into little pots and they give it to all their fucking CEOs, CEOs and don't yeah. spend a goddamn dime on infrastructure and th- until things fail and then they replace them when they fail so we just keep stressing and taxing the system they keep getting more and more mo- government money to fix it they don't fix it and then we tax the system more it's like this terrible cycle of just basically lighting money on fire Yeah, because the dumb boomers who allocate funds don't understand how any of this works (laughs) yeah there's no proactive it seems like there's no proactiveness it's all reactive uh one of the other funny things about like the tower outages that happen is that in la this is the i think the first place i ever noticed it in la they disguise to sell com towers to look like pine trees or palm trees Uh, in different areas what yeah so because you don't want the eyesore of being able to see the uh, cell tower because they're everywhere. Holy shit. But I didn't know this. They're very obviously cell phone towers. <laughs> yeah, it's like you look at it. It's, like like it's like drawing on a cardboard box. It, exactly. It might as well just be like a cardboard thing over there that says not cell tower. It's like you're sp- how much... How much are you, do you spend on making these cell towers look like not pine trees? Yeah. Um, that could be used making them better. Make, putting more antennas yeah. or, or higher amplitude antennas whatever. or whatever it's going to take. Or building a second one 30 feet that way, put, making them taller. I, I don't know what the solution is. I'm yeah. not a telecom yeah. guy, but like it's, it's 2022. It's time for cell phones to work reliably 24 hours a day. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have a dropout. Between going inside and outside anymore. Yeah. Uh, but no, with this is this is the hellscape that we're in. Yep. Shit doesn't work and we pay for it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's got to be like, it's got to be a bandwidth thing, right? I, I don't know. Everyone going to wireless 5G or whatever. You know, there was a Super Bowl commercial. This uh, past Super Bowl with Jim Carrey reprising his role as the cable guy. Yeah, oh, he looks was... terrible. the The commercial is terrible, but it's all about uh, how you can put this box in your living room, and it that's your internet. Yeah, it's modem and and Wi Fi router all in one with no wires. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's basically just a four G. No one, no one, no one, but like businesses that need need it. And gamers use either Ethernet anymore. Yeah, I that little box. Looking at that, I was like, you know, that would be perfect for what for for me if I can take it everywhere with me, or uh, you know, put it in our remote offices. But the problem is, there our remote offices are both inside of concrete blocks. Concrete blocks. So I would never get any signal. No. No. Thus rendering it completely useless. Yeah. yeah. She's like in this house with all these nice windows and glass and stuff. It's like, yeah, what if you're in an apartment building that's made with, I don't know, concrete or something? No, not going to work. And I, that's the dumbing down of technology. 
like they they're getting rid of the network ports on computers. Yeah. The idea of having like people's Cat5, I love Cat5 as a as a cable. Like it's got a very high now we're up to like what Cat6e. It's Six. got a very high data transmission rate. You can send power over it. Yep. Like it's a very useful tool that's versatile with how much data you can send over it. And in my perfect world, everybody would just have a big spool of network cable, cat five, cat six, what cat seven or eight. When we get to that, a bunch of JR 45 connectors and a crimp tool like I have. Uh-huh. And when you, and we wouldn't have all these, you wouldn't have HDMI to send video. You would have a network switch that was your a receiver box and the receiver box would take all your, like your PlayStation would just come network out into the receiver box, your Xbox network out into the receiver box, your Roku network out into the receiver box. The receiver box would then have a network out to the sound system. If you had a separate sound system and a network out to the TV and everything would talk on this, these networks and it would just be like, Hey, um, I'm the sound bar. Send me all your sound. TV, you don't need any sound because I'm handling the sound. TV would be like, dope. If you don't have the sound bar, it doesn't register on the network, then the TV's like, oh, I need to turn my sound on too. Send me video and sound. And then you'd also plug your data into that same network and it would make sure all your devices are wired. They're wired to each other so there's no signal dropouts. If you lose signal, your network loses internet signal, it loses everything all at once. It's not like, oh, is like my my router working up? Nope. Cox must have fucked up and turned my internet off accidentally. See, to me, that sounds great. That sounds like a future where you actually have control over your devices. Yeah. And yeah, you have a cable nest in the back of your d- entertainment center, but how often are you going to the back but, of your But you know center? someone that you even the most, you can explain that all you want. For them, it's easier if your TV just wirelessly wirelessly connects to wirelessly automatically connects to the route the modem yeah and it just has all the apps built into it has all the apps built into it that wirelessly locks to a wireless subwoofer Mm -hmm. that they can use their phone to wirelessly shoot things to the tv yeah i hate it i hate this hell world and and when it's that easy you don't have to know anything of course yeah the, like this router system that i bought the cat uh tp-link deco mm-hmm. it's a mesh router system where one router gets you can set it up to where one router gets the da- the hard wire and then it has a direct signal high bandwidth radio frequency to the two a repeater basically or you can set it up where they're all access points for your central router which is yeah. what my original plan was that i never got around to actually setting up um but the like i can't go to the router ip address and just log in and change settings i have to download the deco app and everything is done via an app on my phone which is a huge pain in the dick yep yep and i it just makes me want to scream because like yeah the netgear portal back in the day uh-huh. was it was ugly it yeah. looked like shit, <laughs> but it works. You go in there and you change the password, change the name, choose which things broadcasted, choose which things didn't. See if you wanted to have 2.4 and 5 as one network that just handed off in between. 
But it, but it was, it was right at that level of where everything worked and it looked like shit. And now they, they uh, it has to look nice. It has to be an app that you can just yeah. download the app on your phone and then you can work on it. But to the detriment of all functionality. All functionality. Yeah. Yeah. You can set uh, child timers and you can set like blast lists on your website. Like, yeah, you can do all that on your, on the net gear too. It just took a lot more effort on my part. Yeah. As opposed to just clicking device and going add to profile, add to profile, add to profile, profile settings only allowed to access the internet between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Yeah. Or like I had, I had an old TV, you, you know, old TVs had um, the V chip. The V chip. And you, you, I mean, I had a friend who, whose family was very, uh, very religious. And so, you know, anything over, he couldn't watch anything on TV over PG, you know, this blue screen would pop up and say this, yeah, this program is over PG. You can't watch it. And so it was like, oh, you can come over to Tim's house, watch all the South Park and Dragon Ball Z you want. <laughs> Eat a bunch of sugar cereal and go yeah. running around the house. Um. But yeah, so, but I mean, I'm, but I remember what it looked like because I because I had a TV and yeah, you know, you bored. You look through that shit sometimes. It looked like it looked terrible. Old CRT uh, menus were just the worst. It was like dealing with a with a computer from 1987. Oh, you you mean the where it would just be like the green text? Yeah, that was weirdly maybe blocky. maybe you get a blue background yeah some of them you'd be put into the blue background with the white text and yeah like change the brightness and it would just be this bar that looked like the volume it was just the volume <laughs> yeah yeah uh, layer re-labeled yep yeah i remember i remember uh, those now but now you can go and grab i don't know if they still do anymore but I, but you know years ago they were like plugins to your tv like boxes like a roku box that you would plug in mm-hmm and it would be a nicely designed V chip, basically. Ah, yeah, I don't remember that. Or for, I mean, they would have that for internet too. You know, your computer blocking software. Yeah, because then, cause yeah, because then they just move to like, oh, you just download no, uh, you know, kid free internet. Dot exe. Yeah, and run it on the box. Yeah. Let me patch my host file and block out all the porn sites. <laughs> yeah. What's a host file? No, <laughs> no one's going to know what a host file is. Yeah, it's just going to be this, these devices. We don't know how anything works underneath. Yep. I pulled up these pictures of these ugly trees. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a Lego tree. Yeah, you can spot them from a mile away. Holy they don't crap. look anything like a tree. But wow. they put them up. They're all over California. I think they're in Arizona, too. It's like, oh, yeah, that one tree that's way, way <laughs> fucking taller than everything around uh -huh. it. And in the middle of the desert for some reason. Yeah. Also, it's uh, coniferous, and we don't have those over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet those fuck with cell phone reception, too. Well, there's one that looks like a saguaro cactus. That's actually not wow. bad. Uh, anyway, well. That's it for this week's episode. I'm uh, Tab Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call in 
here is get a hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the Discord under voicemail upload channel. Post one there. We almost didn't have voicemails this week because Google is a bunch of fucks. But Uncle Buck saved the day. Here's what I don't get. Work group chats. My fucking brainlet boss has made basically a brand new group chat minus one other person every single day. There's about 15 group chats that I'm a part of ever since this guy started in this department. And it's really, really fucking annoying because nobody replies to them except him. He's the only one who puts anything in this thing because nobody else wants any part of this. And it's really fucking annoying and I can't stand it. Yeah. Uh, you, me and trucking and tucking have a group chat. Yeah. That we text in yeah. semi daily, uh, a few times a week. Like, hey, we're doing movie night this week, or I'm buying Weird Al tickets, or whatever. Uh, outside of that, I don't really use any group chats. I do use the group chat feature on my work phone, but I have it set to instead of sending an MMS where everyone gets it, it sends an SMS as a bulk messenger. So I'll create group chats for a show call event. Like, oh, here's this ballet these five people are working on. If oh, I yeah. need to notify them of something all at once, instead of sending six text messages, I just pull up ballet group chat, type in, uh, you know, the ballet wants to move the loadout forward two hours. It's going to be three o'clock instead. Send. you, Tim gets, if Tim's on the show, Tim gets a text from me that just says that. He replies back, cool, got it. He has no idea that I sent that same text message to 30 no, people. No. Yeah. And... And then I can go through and see who hasn't responded individually as opposed to having to scroll up and down the group chats are for are, that's Here's the way what I don't get. Oh shit. Work. That's the way to use a work group chat. Yeah. If you're using it as just an announce channel, put all your employees in it. We're not we don't it's nice if you are friends. We don't have to be friends. Yeah. Most jobs that I've ever had, once I have left, quit, fired, whatever, gone out of business. I go, I usually delete everyone from that place of work. I just delete them out of yeah, my phone. Yeah. We're never ne going to talk again. Never going to talk to them again. Yeah. Unless I have like like created a real friendship outside of work hours with someone, nothing to say to you. Hey, guys, I'm just uh, catching up on some back episodes, and I just listened to the one where you're talking about shoe sizes, and uh, you know, you're complaining that they don't make shoes up above size 11 in some brands for your big feet or whatever. I totally understand what you mean. Um, I happen to wear a size 7, and trying to find shoes is freaking impossible. Um, but These that's not what I'm calling about. I'm calling to let you know, and children. I don't know if you've heard this or not, but uh, recent science has shown that your shoe size is inversion, inversely proportional to the length of your penis. So just throwing that out there. Um, anyway, good job. Keep up the good work. Bye. So you're saying uh, big feet equals small penis yeah. when, in fact, uh, we've known for centuries. <laughs> that, you know what they say about guys with big feet. Yeah. That's the whole, there's a saying. There's big a whole, socks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole saying. Stupid. Uh, I, I now have, well, I had, I bought the one pair of shoes that I liked so much that I bought an, now two more pairs that yeah one's just in the closet i think that's what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life is when i find a pair of shoes i like i'm just gonna buy it like 11 times and just have stacks in the in the closet and like ah these, these are worn out throw them away <laughs> throw on a new pair yeah you ain't got time for it's this the way shit. to live man yeah 
always prepared for the next thing. Well, those are our voicemails. And so uh, thanks, everybody, for listening this week. See you next time.